Romans chapters 11 through 14 is today's Bible reading. From the Amplified Bible. Thank you for being with us today. Take just a minute. Or two. Or ten. And pray. Dear Jesus. Help me understand your word. The words I'm reading today. Help me to love others. As you have. And do. Love me. Amen. We have learned a lot reading Romans. Chapter 3 verse 23 we learn that all have signed. Romans chapter 6 verse 23 we learn that God's gift to us is eternal life, real life, through Jesus. In Romans chapter 5 verse 8 we learn God put His love on the line for us by offering His only Son in a sacrificial death while we were of no use whatsoever to Him. And in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 through 13 we learn God loves us. God welcomes us. God provides for us. God says specifically whosoever will call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's continue reading in. Romans chapter 11. Israel is not cast away. When I say then, has God rejected and disowned His people? Certainly not. For I too am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. Too God has not rejected His, chosen, people whom He foreknew. Or do you not know what the Scripture says of Elijah, how he pleads with God against Israel? 3 Lord, they have killed your prophets, they have torn down your altars, and I alone am left of the prophets, and they are seeking my life. For but what is God's response to him? I have kept for myself seven thousand men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. 5 So too then, at the present time there has come to be a remnant, a small believing minority, according to God's gracious choice. 6 But if it is by grace, God's unmerited favor, it is no longer on the basis of works, otherwise grace is no longer grace, it would not be a gift but a reward for works. 7 What then? Israel failed to obtain what it was seeking, that is, God's favor by obedience to the law, but the elect, those chosen few, obtained it, while the rest of them became hardened and callously indifferent, ate just as it is written, in Scripture. God gave them a spirit of stupor. Eyes that do not see and ears that do not hear. A spiritual apathy that has continued, to this very day. 9 And David says. Let their table, abundance, become a snare and a trap a stumbling block and a retribution to them. 10 Let their eyes be darkened so that they do not see. And make their backs bend, under their burden, forever. 11 So I say, have they stumbled so as to fall, to spiritual ruin? Certainly not. But by their transgression, their rejection of the Messiah, salvation has come to the Gentiles, to make Israel jealous, when they realize what they have forfeited. 12 Now if Israel's transgression means riches for the world, at large, and their failure means riches for the Gentiles, how much more will their fulfillment and reinstatement be? 13 But now I am speaking to you who are Gentiles. Inasmuch then as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry, 14 inches the hope of somehow making my fellow countrymen jealous, by stirring them up so that they will seek the truth, and perhaps save some of them. 15 For if their, present, rejection, of salvation, is for the reconciliation of the world, to God, what will their acceptance, of salvation, be but, nothing less than, life from the dead? 16 If the first portion, of dough offered as the first fruits, is holy, so is the whole batch, and if the root, Abraham, the patriarchs, is holy, so are the branches, the Israelites. 17 But if some of the branches were broken off, and you, Gentiles, being like a wild olive shoot, were grafted in among them to share with them the rich root of the olive tree, 18 Do not boast over the broken branches and exalt yourself at their expense. If you do boast and feel superior, remember that it is not you who supports the root, but the root that supports you. 19 You will say then, branches were broken off so that I might be grafted in. 20 That is true. 
they were broken off because of their unbelief, but you stand by your faith, as believers understanding the truth of Christ's deity. Do not be conceited, but, rather stand in great awe of God and, fear, Him, 21 For if God did not spare the natural branches, because of unbelief, He will not spare you either. 22 Then appreciate the gracious kindness and the severity of God, to those who fell, into spiritual ruin, severity, but to you, God's gracious kindness, if you continue in His kindness, by faith and obedience to Him, otherwise you too will be cut off. 23 And even they, the unbelieving Jews, if they do not continue in their unbelief, will be grafted in, for God has the power to graft them in again. 24 For if you were cut off from what is by nature a wild olive tree, and against nature were grafted into a cultivated olive tree, how much easier will it be to graft these who are the natural branches back into, the original parent stock of, their own olive tree? 25 I do not want you, believers, to be unaware of this mystery, God's previously hidden plan so that you will not be wise in your own opinion, that a partial hardening has, temporarily, happened to Israel, to last, until the full number of the Gentiles has come in, 26 And so, at that time, all Israel, that is, all Jews who have a personal faith in Jesus as Messiah, will be saved, just as it is written, in Scripture. The Deliverer, Messiah, will come from Zion. He will remove ungodliness from Jacob. 27 This is my covenant with them. When I take away their sins, 28 From the standpoint of the Gospel, the Jews, at present, are enemies, of God, for your sake, which is for your benefit, but from the standpoint of God's choice, of the Jews as His people, they are still loved by Him for the sake of the fathers. 29 For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable, for He does not withdraw what He has given, nor does He change His mind about those to whom He gives His grace or to whom He sends His call. 30 Just as you once were disobedient and failed to listen to God, but have now obtained mercy because of their disobedience, 31 So they too have now become disobedient so that they too may one day receive mercy because of the mercy shown to you. 32 For God has imprisoned all in disobedience so that He may show mercy to all, Jew and Gentile alike. 33 Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are His judgments and decisions and how unfathomable and untraceable are His ways. 34 For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been His counselor? 35 Or who has first given to Him that it would be paid back to Him? 36 For from Him, all things originate, and through Him, all things live and exist, and to Him are all things, directed. To Him be glory and honor forever. Amen. Romans 12. Dedicated Service. 1 Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves, set apart, as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent, act of worship. 2 And do not be conformed to this world, any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed, as you mature spiritually, by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes, so that you may prove, for yourselves, what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect, in His plan and purpose for you. 3 For by the grace, of God, given to me I say to every one of you not to think more highly of himself, and of his importance and ability, than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment, as God has apportioned to each a degree of faith, and a purpose designed for service. 4 For just as in one, physical, body we have many parts, and these parts do not all have the same function or special use, 5 So we, who are many, are, nevertheless just, one body in Christ, and individually, we are, parts one of another, mutually dependent on each other. 6 Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to use them accordingly. If, someone has the gift of, prophecy, 
let him speak a new message from God to his people, in proportion to the faith possessed, 7 if service, in the act of serving, or he who teaches, in the act of teaching, 8 or he who encourages, in the act of encouragement, he who gives, with generosity, he who leads, with diligence, he who shows mercy in caring for others, with cheerfulness. 9 Love is to be sincere and active, the real thing, without guile and hypocrisy. Hate what is evil, detest all ungodliness, do not tolerate wickedness, hold on tightly to what is good. 10 Be devoted to one another with, authentic, brotherly affection, as members of one family, give preference to one another in honor, 11 Never lagging behind in diligence, aglow in the Spirit, enthusiastically serving the Lord, 12 Constantly rejoicing in hope, because of our confidence in Christ, steadfast and patient in distress, devoted to prayer, continually seeking wisdom, guidance, and strength, 13 Contributing to the needs of God's people, pursuing, the practice of, hospitality. 14 Bless those who persecute you, who cause you harm or hardship, bless and do not curse, them. 15 Rejoice with those who rejoice, sharing others' joy, and weep with those who weep, sharing others' grief. 16 Live in harmony with one another, do not be haughty, conceited, self-important, exclusive, but associate with humble people, those with a realistic self-view. Do not overestimate yourself. 17 Never repay anyone evil for evil. Take thought for what is right and gracious and proper in the sight of everyone. 18 If possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. 19 Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave the way open for God's wrath, and His judicial righteousness, for it is written, in Scripture, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. 20 But if your enemy is hungry, feed him, if he is thirsty, give him a drink, for by doing this you will heap burning coals on his head. 21 Do not be overcome and conquered by evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans 13. Be subject to government. 1 Let every person be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God, granted by His permission and sanction, and those which exist have been put in place by God. 2 Therefore whoever resists, governmental, authority resists the ordinance of God. And those who have resisted it will bring judgment, civil penalty, on themselves. 3 4. Civil, authorities are not a source of fear for, people of, good behavior, but for, those who do, evil. Do you want to be unafraid of authority? Do what is good and you will receive approval and commendation. 4 For he is God's servant to you for good. But if you do wrong, you should, be afraid, for he does not carry the, executioner's, sword for nothing, he is God's servant, an avenger who brings punishment on the wrongdoer. 5 Therefore one must be subject, to civil authorities, not only to escape the punishment, that comes with wrongdoing, but also as a matter of principle, knowing what is right before God. 6 For this same reason you pay taxes, for civil authorities are God's servants, devoting themselves to governance. 7 Pay to all what is due, tax to whom taxes due, customs to whom customs, respect to whom respect, honor to whom honor. 8 Owe nothing to anyone except to love and seek the best for one another, for he who, unselfishly, loves his neighbor has fulfilled the, essence of the, law, relating to one's fellowmen. 9 The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this statement, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. 10 Love does no wrong to a neighbor, it never hurts anyone. Therefore, unselfish, love is the fulfillment of the law. 11 Do this, knowing that this is a critical time. It is already the hour for you to awaken from your sleep, of spiritual complacency, for our salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed, in Christ. 12 The night, this present evil age, is almost gone and the day, of Christ's return, is almost here. 
so let us fling away the works of darkness and put on the, full, armor of light. 13 Let us conduct ourselves properly and honorably as in the, light of, day, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual promiscuity and irresponsibility, not in quarreling and jealousy. 14 But clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ, and make no provision for, nor even think about gratifying, the flesh in regard to its improper desires. Romans 14. Principles of Conscience. 1 is for the one whose faith is weak, accept him, into your fellowship, but not for, the purpose of, quarreling over his opinions. 2 One man's faith permits him to eat everything, while the weak believer eats only vegetables, to avoid eating ritually unclean meat or something previously considered unclean. 3 The one who eats, everything, is not to look down on the one who does not eat, and the one who does not eat must not criticize or pass judgment on the one who eats, everything, for God has accepted him. 4 Who are you to judge the servant of another? Before his own master he stands, approved, or falls, out of favor. And he, who serves the master, the Lord, will stand, for the Lord is able to make him stand. 5 One person regards one day as better, or more important, than another, while another regards every day, the same as any other. Let everyone be fully convinced, assured, satisfied, in his own mind. 6 He who observes the day, observes it for the Lord. He who eats, eats for the Lord, since he gives thanks to God while he who abstains, abstains for the Lord and gives thanks to God. 7. None of us lives for himself, for his own benefit, but for the Lord, and none of us dies for himself, but for the Lord. 8. If we live, we live for the Lord, and if we die, we die for the Lord. So then, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. 9. For Christ died and lived again for this reason, that he might be Lord of both the dead and the living. 10. But you, why do you criticize your brother? Or you again, why do you look down on your believing, brother or regard him with contempt. For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God, who alone is judge. 11 For it is written, in Scripture. As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me. And every tongue shall give praise to God. 12 So then, each of us will give an account of himself to God. 13 Then let us not criticize one another any more, but rather determine this, not to put an obstacle or a stumbling block or a source of temptation in another believer's way. 14 I know and am convinced, as one, in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean, ritually defiled, and unholy, in itself, but, nonetheless, it is unclean to anyone who thinks it is unclean. 15 If your brother is being hurt or offended because of food, that you insist on eating, you are no longer walking in love, toward him. Do not let what you eat destroy and spiritually harm one for whom Christ died. 16 Therefore do not let what is a good thing for you, because of your freedom to choose, be spoken of as evil, by someone else, 17 For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, what one likes, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. 18 For the one who serves Christ in this way, recognizing that food choice is secondary, is acceptable to God, and is approved by men. 19 So then, let us pursue, with enthusiasm, the things which make for peace and the building up of one another, things which lead to spiritual growth. 20 Do not, for the sake of food, tear down the work of God. All things indeed are, ceremonially, clean, but they are wrong for the person who eats and offends, another's conscience in the process. 21 It is good, to do the right thing and, not eat meat or drink wine, or do anything that offends your brother and weakens him spiritually. 22 The faith which you have, that gives you freedom of choice, have as your own conviction before God, just keep it between yourself and God, seeking His will. Happy is he who has no reason to condemn himself for what he approves. 23 But he who is uncertain, about eating a particular thing, is condemned if he eats, because he is not acting from faith. Whatever is not from faith is sin, 
whatever is done with doubt is sinful. Hashtag Amen. Read through. The Bible together. The Bible is made of 66 books. The Old Testament has 39 books. The New Testament has 27 books. We will be reading the New Testament over the next 90 days together. Like, share, follow, and read Bible to go. It is our prayer that you come to know Jesus, love and worship Jesus, daily pray to Jesus, and share with others what Jesus has done for you. Amen. Read through the New Testament in 90 days. Every day with Bible to go. Read and listen with audio Bible to go. Thank you for being here, listening and reading the Bible daily with Bible to go. Sincerely, Michael and Michelle Shell. Join us again tomorrow.